0: Hey Corinne. as always my name is Hannah McCaig and I'm here to bring you an interview with a resident, public servant, or business in the area and talk about who they are and how they help the township to function. This week is special because we have our first business feature. Please enjoy my interview with Michael Schroth from Visiting Angels.
1: I'm speaking with Michael Schroth, uh, president and owner of Visiting Angels Home Care here on the west side of Cincinnati. Uh, my office is in Coran Township. I've been in business 11 and a half years, and one of the real things that I like about um, you know, the Corinne area is its sense of community. Um, you know, we have multiple YMCA's um, you know here in the area that are community-driven and offering a wide range of services, not only for older adults, but you know, children who might have disabilities, and a, a wide range of services. Um, And I like to support those, um, Mm -hmm. you know, services as well. Um, So I think to what degree we can offer uh, our our resources back to the community, um, the better our service will be.
0: Do you just want to jump right in?
1: Sure. Let's go for it.
0: All right. Perfect. So for the listeners at home who may have not heard of Visiting Angels previously, what exactly do you guys do?
1: That's a great question, Hannah. Um, Visiting Angels is a non-medical home care company. Mm -hmm. Um, Our motto is we're nationally known, but locally owned. Uh, So my business here in Colerain Township on the west side is one of over 600 Visiting Angels offices across the country. Wow! Each one is independently owned and operated. And our goal is to provide services for older adults and seniors in their home uh, mm-hmm. so they can uh, maintain and live the, the latter part of their lives in the comfort of their own home, uh, peaceful surroundings, you know, areas that are close to them and they're familiar with. Mm-hmm. And we all know that for the most part, uh, older adults thrive in an environment that's you know, near and dear to them, that has a lot of memories.
2: Yeah.
1: Uh, whether that be their home that they grew their children up with, um, but we do anything from... light meal preparation to medication reminders, Mm -hmm. uh, help with personal care, bathing assistance, uh, toileting assistance, Um, but our goal also all along is to try to maintain the independent functioning of each older adult that we work with. So Mm
2: -hmm.
1: we don't want them to become totally dependent on what we do, but also offer a service to them so they can be safe. Uh, and still be able to thrive in their own home.
0: What was your journey like leading up to starting Visiting Angels?
1: Okay. Well, um, as I mentioned uh, before, I mean, my my background is uh, health and human services, really.
0: Mm-hmm. You have a, a social work? Yeah,
1: my master's yeah. degree is in social work. Uh, mm-hmm. My bachelor's degree is in psychology. So I've been in the helping profession my entire career. Mm-hmm. Um I've really had a multitude of uh, positions. I worked in inpatient psychiatry for, you know, roughly eight to ten years uh, while I was going through undergraduate. I didn't graduate school, um, and then once I left there, I was in, I was still in the helping profession, but I was um, in the high executive, um, nonprofit leadership positions. Mm-hmm. Um, I was the executive director of a child abuse agency in Kentucky uh, for eight and a half years. Uh, Then I was the executive director of a boys' home for um, abused and neglected uh, teenage boys Mm -hmm. for 10 years. So that kind of catapulted me into uh, I left my job at the boys' home uh, in 2008 and was looking for entrepreneurial opportunities. Um, you know, I looked at a multitude mm-hmm. of good things. I looked at a Skyline Chili. I looked at, you know, opening up a restaurant. Um, yeah. You know, and one thing led to the other, and I saw Visiting Angels and did some searches on home care. Mm. Um, my own parents at the time were alive and uh, older and having to address some of their own physical and emotional health concerns. Mm -hmm. Um, So Visiting Angels kind of won out. Yeah. (laughs) I'd love the name of the company for one. Uh, I think we have a a good message, Mm -hmm. a good brand. And 11 and a half years later, here I am.
0: Here you are on a a podcast. That's right. (laughs) Do you guys have a a motto or maybe a, a mission statement that you allow to guide your work? Um,
1: I wouldn't call it a mission statement. You know that I that we have you know listed on our website, but mm-hmm. you know a motto to me is that we're providing services in the home of older adults that are providing a peace of mind more often than not for family members. You know their yeah. children who ultimately don't have are still in their own careers their own lives knowing that there's a peace of mind and having somebody keep a set of eyes uh, and ears out for their loved one to keep them safe Mm -hmm. Um, and the biggest journey too is that i mean if you were to interview older adults you know at some point in the future and i can pretty much assure you that roughly you know nearly all of them if you ask them the question would you prefer to live in your own home or in a senior living community somewhere mm-hmm. or with one of your children the overwhelming majority of them are going to say you know what, this is where I've been mm-hmm. I'm comfortable here I want to stay in my own home.
0: Yeah, there's something really powerful about that sense of familiarity yeah. that plays uh, almost psychologically and socially just being in your own environment I think.
1: Well and th- I mean, I can't under or overestimate that, I guess, because mm-hmm. um, even with older adults, and, and I'm sure you've heard, um, you know, Alzheimer's, dementia, memory care. I mean, those types of cognitive issues mm-hmm. um, or forefront in most older adults' lives, you yeah. know, and even more frequent, you know, the older you get, you know, there's going to be some kind of a cognitive decline of some mm-hmm. kind um and much of the research suggests that people even with you know cognitive declines maybe they're not going to remember your name or the conversation that you had five minutes ago Mm -hmm. but if you asked them where their bathroom is they could probably point you there yeah (laughs) you know know, so there's uh there's a lot to be said about that and you know it's a familiar place and Mm -hmm. uh a place that they've had a lot of love and joy and attachment to
0: exactly and those positive memories and to hold on and just that sense of normalcy, I think Mm. is so important.
1: Absolutely.
3: Mm -hmm.
0: How would you describe visiting angels role within the community of Coleraine?
1: Right. Well, um, as I mentioned, I mean, I'd, I like to consider us, um, you know, kind of angels. <laughs> yeah, I know that's kind of a, you know, a, a tacky phrase, but in a lot of respects, um, we are to not yeah. only the people that we're caring for, but also their family members, mm-hmm. um, you know, who, if they hadn't stumbled across us or, you know, had us come into their lives. Um, their parents, their aunt, their grandma, their, you know, their family members, you know, life experience or end of life experience could have been something significantly different mm-hmm. than what it was if they hadn't had us in their lives. So I like to you know, view ourselves as a kind of a godsend for, you know, to, to family members. Yeah. Um, and that we are community minded and, mm-hmm. you know, work with compassion. Um, and offer the opportunities for folks to to be able to live out the rest of their lives at at their own home.
0: Yeah, I think a lot of this work is, it is caring for one individual, but it's also that family-oriented, you're caring for the whole family unit in a way. And we
1: are, and I can't tell you the number of, over the years, responses, you know, little notes that we get in the mail Mm uh family members calling um you know one of the downsides um to our business is as you well know as people get older and their health and medical you know situations deteriorate even more Mm -hmm. um it's not terribly uncommon for us to be there when they pass as well you know so there's a lot of loss
2: Mm -hmm.
1: um attached to it but um so if there's a difficult part to what we do, it's that, you know, yeah. but as you mentioned, family members, you know, children, grandchildren, mm-hmm. oftentimes we'll even say, you know, the caregivers that have been coming here or Debbie or whoever the caregiver's name is, mm-hmm. is um, we view them as part of our family and an extension yeah. to our family, and we're very appreciative of what they were able to do
0: are the caregivers typically able to to form bonds with the person they're taking care of or the other family members like is it normally a long-term thing or is it changing
1: that's a good question uh it fluctuates um you know certainly we have relationships with you know the families and that's a critical part you know of what we do i mean they want to be able to you know have a sense of um comfort, you know, that if they're at their job or, you know, a daughter or a son's at their job mm-hmm. and they, you know, that their mom or grandma or grandpa or father are taken care of, mm-hmm. um, you know, so, I mean, I think those are all critical pieces, yeah. you know, to what we do, um, and they're appreciative of that.
0: Yeah, for sure. What makes you so passionate about visiting angels?
1: Well, um, I mean, it's a lot. I think, yeah, dating back to when I was younger, I, uh, I think there's a lot to be said about your own childhood experiences mm-hmm. um, with you know, where you've come in life. Um, I always had a positive experience as a younger person with my own grandparents.
3: Mm-hmm.
1: You know, I have positive memories uh, about that and being around them. Um, but as I aged and you know, grew in my own career, um, as I mentioned earlier, my, my mom was diagnosed with Alzheimer's and ultimately passed from that in Mm -hmm. 2014. Uh, and my dad in 2013, not from Alzheimer's, but I mean, he had some physical, you know, complications, Mm -hmm. but I think, uh, being with visiting angels then, and, and even before then they were, um, still not in the greatest health. So I think, watching them and Mm -hmm. knowing that there was still something else that I could provide uh, not only to them but other folks who were in similar situations kind of spurred my fire even more that's Um,
0: really powerful seeing it firsthand like
1: that and I think there's there's so many folks that are in business Mm -hmm. to make but to make money yeah Yeah. I mean and obviously I want to be success you know a successful business owner and you know, making ends meet and paying your bills is, is one part of that. Mm-hmm. Um, but there are so many other people in the world that, you know, I have a personal journey to share that I can share with family members that's consistent yeah. with what they're going through with their own mm-hmm. uh, family member. And there's nothing more powerful than being able to, you know, share that type of a dialogue yeah, you know, with other family members who... They know that I'm just not talking intellectually. Yeah, <laughs> you know, yeah, yeah. You know, about dementia or Alzheimer's or whatever it is. It's personal. Uh, it, completely. It is.
0: Yeah. Especially I mean, in a business like this, you're not out for the profit. You know, it's it's about making those differences. Sure.
3: Mm-hmm.
1: Well, and I, again, I, I know we've talked a lot about it already, but um, yeah, I think seniors and older adults do thrive, you know, if they're able to do some of the things that they've been used to and in a safe place. Mm-hmm. Um, being in too many different environments can be confusing um, you know, to them. Oftentimes, if they're not aware of where they are, uh, it increases their chance for you know, serious injury, falls. Mm-hmm. Um, they're just not as comfortable. Um, and if they know their own home, then you know, there's less likely, if they yeah. have assistance, you know, that they might end up in a hospital, an emergency you know, situation um, due to a fall.
0: Mm-hmm. What is the, the geographic range that you're able to serve?
1: Well, uh, early on, uh, I mentioned that Visiting Angels has 600 you know, offices across the country. So um, I'm actually just one of six. Mm -hmm. uh here within a 75 mile radius of downtown cincinnati oh wow so you actually purchase um, you have a certain area that you serve Mm -hmm. Uh, um, each franchise location has zip codes that they serve Uh, so my location is primarily the west side of cincinnati Mm -hmm. Uh, my office is right here in Corinne township uh, so obviously that's an area that we you know, serve, but we also go over to Delhi, mm-hmm. Western Hills, Dent, you know North College Hill, yeah. Mount Healthy, Mount Airy, Wyoming, uh, Forest Park, you know, Green Hills, wow. uh, Cleves, Harrison, North Bend. So it's a it's a pretty it's, that's a, a, it's a
0: sizable a, range you got there. Yeah,
1: yeah. it's a broad mm-hmm. uh, a broad territory.
0: Yeah, do you have any advice that you would give maybe to people early on in... In social work or you know career fields like that
1: well my advice I think would be that to and whether it's social work or otherwise mm-hmm. um, it doesn't have to be social work necessarily but um, anybody is to be compassionate about what you do um, you know, don't go find yourself 20 years down the road finding that you've been in a job that you know, you really didn't enjoy, and you mm. really weren't getting a whole lot of out out of. Um, doesn't mean that there's not positive experiences there, but uh, if you're going to do a job basically just to be there, and you're really not um, gaining personal satisfaction um, and professional growth out of it, then it's probably not where you need to be. Yeah. Um, and I think for a lot of folks, it takes a lot of time to to get to that point, you know, and, and recognize what that what that is, what their, you know, their true gifts are.
3: Mm-hmm.
1: Um, so hopefully they can come to terms with what that is and they might find themselves in jobs that really weren't the best ones and then they move on and they recognize that early on and they're not spending mm-hmm. 10, 15, 20 years
3: yeah.
1: um, wondering what the the best job for them. If they can get to the point where they say, well, it's really not a job to me. Mm-hmm. You know, it's, It doesn't feel like a job to me. And that's that's think,
0: the ultimate goal there. Yes. I think time and time again we've had uh, guests come in and they've said, oh, I was in so-and-so career field, and then maybe a, a minor life event happened, and they just were like, it wasn't what I was passionate about, and I was not happy, and then I ended up going into some service-related career field.
1: Sure. And it's not uncommon for you know folks to you know, do different ends of the continuum. They might start and... One area, and you know, down the road, find that their their interests have taken them down a different road. Mm-hmm. Um, and as long as you're really giving back and passionate about what you do, and professional about it, and, and people recognize that and can see that, um, you, there's no more powerful message than that.
0: Yeah. Do you have any stories or memories that maybe stick out to you in the last 11 years?
1: Oh boy. Um, there's multiple stories. I mean, I think the, just having uh, family members talk about um, you know, the impact that you know, having us in their lives, you know, being able to keep their grandma or grandpa home, mm-hmm. um, what that meant to them. Um, yeah, because many of them wouldn't be able to do it. I mean, if their parents' goal was to live out their last days in the comfort of their own home, um, and they weren't able to provide that around-the-clock supervision on their own
3: mm-hmm. without
1: the assistance of a company like Visiting Angels or us um, and being attached to that. Um, I think that's probably the, the critical piece. But there's um, – and as an owner of, a, of this business, I mean, I'm – I kind of like to think that I'm unique. I'm, yeah. I'm, I'm hands-on. Um, Mm -hmm. I still do all the assessments with the families. I Mm -hmm. don't, you know, pawn that off onto a salesperson. Yeah. Um, So families get to meet me. Um, Mm -hmm. And I have become connected with some of those families. I mean, I can Mm -hmm. think of one family that probably within the first two or three years that I was in business, we provided um, around-the-clock care for their mom and dad. Mm -hmm. And they were both from... um, originally from germany so they had a very distinct
3: mm-hmm. uh
1: german accent uh obviously i had a connection to that because schroth is my last <laughs> name you know, i'm very german yeah um, my grandparents on my dad's side came from the old country so i had a connection with that particular family and um when the the husband i can use first names his name was franz but um I remember when he passed. I asked the daughters if, if there was anybody. They didn't have a, actually a church service for him. Mm-hmm. Um, they just had a, a visitation and like a prayer service at the funeral home. Mm-hmm. But I uh, I asked the daughters if, they, if anybody if they were going to you know do any kind of um, testimonial or talk about. And neither one of the daughters wanted to do that. So I had to ask them. Uh, if I could say something mm-hmm. um, wow. you know, about my experience with him, and they let me do that. Yeah. Um, so, from just clients we served, that's probably mm-hmm. one that I still think about him. He died on the 4th of July, probably five or six years ago.
0: Mm-hmm. I mean, that connection is um, amazing.
1: And so, I was honored that they allowed me to do it, um, mm-hmm. and that was a cool experience.
0: Yeah, for sure. What do you see for, for visiting Angel's future?
1: Well, we all know that, uh, I mean, the the baby boomer population, mm-hmm. you know, is getting bigger and bigger. Yeah. Um, I'm probably not too far from, mm-hmm. <laughs> you know, from, you know, from that age. But, um, you know, our services is, uh, is only going to grow, mm-hmm. you know, or the need for it. Um, so I'm just hopeful, you know, that we continue to have. Uh, compassionate folks who are interested in providing this type of service you yeah. know, to seniors you know that there is uh, a lot of growth and things that you can learn from it it's not just a matter of getting a you know making a paycheck mm-hmm. um, and that you can have a lasting impact yeah. um, you know a lot of folks who are being teachers and teaching you know young ones who are in the first and second grade mm-hmm. you know things that they're going to remember for our lifetime you know i would hope that our services to seniors and caregivers you know hopefully those older adults are teaching some of the the caregivers and us lessons that we're going to have for our lifetime as well
3: yeah yeah
1: um so i hope that the you know the community continues to embrace visiting angels as a brand as a if they ever need somebody that mm-hmm. uh our wings and our company and visiting angels is the company that they would you know want to embrace
0: mm-hmm. well we're almost at time so we'll just do one final question how has COVID-19 really affected you guys
1: um it's been a roller coaster to be yeah. quite honest with you and I mean not only uh well in our uh, business and uh, in the community at large. Um, early on, you know when it really hit seriously in mid-March, um, you know, we had multiple families who came to us and they were downright scared like the rest of the community was. They didn't, Yeah. You know, there were so many unknowns, you know, there was only three or four symptoms that they were saying to keep track of early on. Mm-hmm. That,
0: things were changing by the day at the, yeah. the beginning. Yeah.
1: On a daily basis. So, I mean, family members were afraid and concerned for their loved ones to have mm-hmm. us continue to come in. Uh, and rightly so. I, I. So the first six weeks, um, you know, I mean, we still maintained and had a, still had a good business, but had multiple clients who went on what we call suspended status,
3: mm-hmm.
1: um, until things kind of settled down. Um, but I will say in the last two months, uh, probably since right around the first part of June, um, we have been swamped actually. Yeah. Um, but, uh, the, yeah, you know, with the co- the coronavirus, I mean, we've also been even more diligent uh, about the safety of our care. Mm-hmm. Not only are the clients that we're serving and the older adults, but the, the caregivers that work for me. Yeah. I've put a lot of financial resources into uh, supplies to keep our caregivers safe mm-hmm. and the persons that they're caring for, from latex gloves to hand sanitizer uh, disinfecting wipes, uh, mask—you know—that we all have been commonplace you know, for many people to wear now, um, just to keep people safe. So they know that we we take it seriously, and um, mm-hmm. and we've had multiple families that we've worked with in you know, senior living communities, and
3: mm-hmm.
1: you know, I mean, you'll see a lot of comments about that, and family members rethinking whether they're maybe that was a consideration that they were going to put them into an independent living senior living community but with all the restrictions now and
3: Mm -hmm. you're not
1: allowed to come and visit family members are rethinking other options and guess what that other option is it's -hmm. visiting angels and having them stay at home
2: Mm -hmm.
1: rather than going to another place so um, uh, we're going to continue to be busy and Yes, it had a, a negative impact early on, but you know, we've come out on the positive end.
0: Yeah, and making it work. I mean, it was a change up for everyone. No one had mm-hmm. no one had gone through this before, that's certain, and right. yeah. Uh, I just want to thank you so much for for coming on today and taking a moment out of your day and thank you for all the work you do. Do you have anything you want to say at the end? Anything you want to plug or ways that people can contact you? In th-
1: they can contact us anytime. Uh, I do uh, emphasize that my uh, business, we 24-7 service. Mm-hmm. We work on holidays. We work on weekends. Um, and my business calls are answered 24 hours around the clock. Mm-hmm. You know, so our office phone number is um, 513-598-6770. Um, I don't use an answering machine or a call center. You'll actually, if you speak or call after hours... You're actually going to talk to someone who works in my office mm-hmm. um, so you never know when you might need us um, and sometimes at the most inopportune times um, and, but uh, pass our name along and uh, you may not have a need in your own particular immediate family but might know a neighbor or a co-worker uh, who might be struggling with their uh, family members or older adults i'd uh, appreciate you uh, passing them on our way
0: awesome well thank you so much you're welcome hey corinne you just heard my interview with visiting angels president michael Schroth. for more interviews like it be sure to check out our apple music and spotify pages and be sure to rate and subscribe to us while there as always i hope you have a safe and happy week